This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Do you like sci-fi, fantasy, action, adventure, and comic books? Then you've come to the right place for your weekly dose of anything and everything geek. So strap in and let's get this show on the road. Welcome to the Science Fictionary Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Science Fictionary Podcast. I'm David and joining me today is Andrew. Hey, what's going on? Marisha. Hello. And super special guest, Robbie. Hey, how's it going? Uh, Robbie has not been on the show very much uh, at all, so we're very happy that he's he's here today to join in on the conversation. Today we're going to talk about a little bit of news. Not a lot of it, though. Um, But before we get to that, I had a very, very, very important question that I really wanted to pose to the group. And I'm actually really excited that Robbie's here because there's another person who is familiar with Halo. And uh, it's, a, it's a question about Halo that I, just, I had it, and I, like, I got to ask Andrew this, and to my surprise, Robbie was here, so it's perfect. So the other night, I was playing the Master Chief Collection with my buddy. We were just doing some random missions on Halo 2, and somehow the conversation uh, started. Uh, the question was, what does Master Chief's Spotify playlist look like? That's playing in his AirPods underneath his helmet while he's killing Covenant. I mean, that, that's a real like, question. Who's his top artist? Who's his top? So I just want to know, and your expert opinion, uh, Andrew, as as my as like the person I know who knows the most about Halo, who is Master Chief's top artist? I'll tell you this. Somehow it was decided between me and my friend that uh, Bob Sager was up there. <laughs> <laughs> So then we just, I just put on Bob Sager Greatest Hits album and just played that through my mic the entire time we were playing Halo. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts? Oh, gosh. Just like off the top of my head, I'm not coming up with anything. Uh, Robbie? <laughs> um, I think he probably just listens to, like, Hard Rob Zombie, like, Never Gonna Stop, like, just on repeat, <laughs> and, like, Dragula. Like, he's just, that's, that's nonstop, like... Like his teammates get like Cortana's a little bit like, hey, would you like to maybe listen to something else? And he's like, no, nope, no, nope, uh, replay the replay the old Rob Zombie playlist. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think that it's got to be Cortana. either something, you know, something along those lines, like some good Viking metal or or something like that, or so either that or it's like thing. something like really off the wall, like Chuck Mangione. <laughs> <laughs> And we also like to imagine that he accidentally discovers like a super super chill beat playlist, like the kind of playlist that teenagers play when studying. You know those. And then listen like, to Kenny like, some Kenny G. Yeah, listen to some Kenny G. He's like Cortana. Add this to my playlist. <laughs> <laughs> or, or maybe maybe he rocks down to some. All I do is win. You know. Well, that's what Master Just Chief does when he's not fighting. He has an easy, an easy listening podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like we're like what podcast? And he's like, I don't know. Put them in the science fiction area. I hope. Yes. <laughs> and we also like the idea that Cortana keeps saying things to him, but 
in reality, he never actually hears a single thing Cortana has said to him the entire series <laughs> just, because he has his music super loud. And every time loud. he starts talking, he just turns it up. <laughs> anyway, that was just a, a fun conversation that I had with a friend that I just I really wanted to bring up here. Um, I'm still sticking with my Bob Sager answer, though. If you have any thoughts, uh, please send us a tweet at the Science Fictionary on Twitter. Other than that, we're just going to move on into the news, I guess. Before we get to the big, big news, the Spider-Man news we got to talk about, uh, I have a little bit of a personal one um, that I don't know how much y'all care about, actually. But uh, it was recently announced, like a day ago, that Dexter is coming back. Dexter on Showtime is coming back for a limited series run, a 10-episode run. But, you know, the seasons were like 12 episodes, so it's pretty much we're just getting another season of Dexter. Um, which is beyond exciting for me. It's one of my favorite shows, and the ending was very abrupt. I don't hate it as much as other fans do, but um, wasn't great. Uh, too bad they killed off uh, the best characters, though. That kind of sucks. That's going to make it difficult to um, to to kind of. I have no idea what the, I have no idea what the season's going to be or what they're going to do. But I'm still I'm very excited to see Michael C. Hall again. I'm a big fan of his, and he doesn't do much. He does a lot of stage acting now. Um, I really wanted to see him play a superhero for a long time. I think he'd be a great daredevil. Um, mm. I even saw his name thrown out there for Batman back whenever they were cast, right before Robert Pattinson was cast. So I'm excited to see him doing something again, and I hope this kicks off something for him. I think Michael C. Hall is a great actor. Um, so any thoughts on Dex? I mean, do y'all watch the show? I mean, it's not really sci-fi related, but it is. A, we talk about TV shows and stuff like that. I'm a big fan. Yeah, I'm familiar with it. I'm not real. I'm. I'm not. I don't. I've never watched it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I've heard. I've never heard anything but good things about it. Uh, Robbie, have you watched it at all? Uh, no, actually, I've never watched it. Oh wow! I highly recommend the show. It's great about a serial killer. Don't watch it with the kids around. Um, but I it's, feel it's, like that's know, like the disclaimer for about half show. the stuff we talk about on here. Don't watch it with the kids in the room. Wait till they're asleep. Yeah, except for Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but not Picard. Other Star Trek. Not, I'm gonna say, but not Picard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a Showtime quality show, and that's what I love about it. You know, those are limited series runs. I also can appreciate when a show knows to have a ten episode season. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. So very excited for that. That's gonna be in 2021. Um, that's probably to me, the most exciting news that we had this week, because it's the news that was actually confirmed. Um, I also enjoyed that it was announced by Showtime. By them, they they tweeted, uh, surprise mother effer, he's back. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Well, in the show, there's a scene where somebody says that. And so, but I, I, I loved it. I, I will say, so my only experience with, uh, with Dexter is, um, so... My wife has watched Dexter, which is probably why I haven't seen it, because it's like, oh, well, you want to watch Dexter? And she's like, I've seen it. Um, but uh, we were at a place called Guar Bar in uh, Richmond, Virginia, which is exactly what it sounds like. Uh, and I had to go in there and check it out. <laughs> and um, it's amazing. I suggest anybody in Richmond go. But we're like sitting there kind of hanging out talking. And this guy at the bar is like, just like very like you know clean cut average looking guy and um he yawns and you know we're talking to him and daddy's like oh well the good thing about you yawning is you know it means you show or he yawned when somebody else yawned she's like oh it's good because it means you show empathy you know you couldn't you know you're you wouldn't be a serial killer or something he's like oh i think i could be a serial killer 
Oh. And we're like, what? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I, I love Dexter, you know? Like, And we're like, well, like millions of people love Dexter. It's a very popular show. If that's your litmus test for serial killer, then we've got a big problem. <laughs> oh, my goodness, yeah. Um, Uh-oh. So it was just very like yeah, it was a very interesting conversation with that guy. But it was just very wow. funny that that was like his. Oh, well, I like Dexter a lot. Uh, but at some point, I was like, you know, maybe we shouldn't argue with the guy who says he could be. He says that he thinks he could be. So we 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 bounce out of that conversation. But I, I always <laughs> think about that when I think about uh, Dexter. That's that's great. So, are, could you be a ser- serial killer, David? Because you like Dexter. Yeah, no, I, I actually just said that um, I need to see a therapist, apparently, uh, oh. <laughs> uh, because I like Dexter. I need some help. Well, you know, uh, most of us probably need to see a therapist for I, one I reason or the other. Let me tell you, though, uh, because of Dexter, uh, I think that uh, I could be. Like, you know, I, I, I think I'd have the know-how. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> they really go into detail about how he does everything and doesn't get caught. Um. So, you know. Yeah. Uh, so one other question about Dexter. Um, we know where Michael C. Hall's at, and we know where Michael Anthony Hall's at. Like, whatever happened to Michael B. Hall? We just skipped. <laughs> <laughs> just skipped. skipped a whole letter of the alphabet. Skipped right over him. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, Bless his heart. He's just, yeah, poor guy. <laughs> um. I don't know if you if that's actually a real person you're talking about or if you made that up. Well, I don't know if it's a real person because we skipped right from from Michael Anthony Hall to, to Michael C. Hall. Oh, don't worry, Michael B. Hall is an American chemist. Oh, oh good for him. Um, he went a different route. Yeah, he obtained his degree. <laughs> he, he, att- he obtained his degree in chemistry uh, in 1966 and his PhD at uh, the University of Wisconsin in 1971. <laughs> He's right. currently a professor at Texas A&M University. Shout out to Michael B. Hall. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to derail. That is really cool that uh, Dexter is like, yes, we are going to give you a special treat this year. It's been a crazy year. Here is a present. Um, so I may actually have to binge watch so that I can watch it uh, when the when the 10 episodes comes out. Awesome. It's worth it. It's a really good show. It's a quick watch, like 12 episode seasons. Um, and yeah, I love when, when things do like, like, hey, wouldn't this be cool? Yeah, that'd be cool. Would fans like it? Yeah, so it'll probably make money, right? Yeah, All right, let's do it. Like, that's how you make stuff that makes do things that are cool. Mm-hmm. You will make more money, pro- probably, or maybe not. I don't know how the industry works. Um, I wish I did. Yeah. But um, so uh, moving on from Dexter into the more uh, com- this is the comic book sci-fi related news that we usually talk about. Um. I'll start with the actual confirmed thing about Spider-Man in the MCU. Doctor Strange is going to be in Spider-Man 3. And that the is next awesome. Spider-Man movie in the MCU. I think it's great. I love that. They have a really fun relationship in the comic books. Um, so I hope they get to replicate that. I love their interactions in Infinity War. I That was an incredible part of the movie. It's like, I'm Peter. Oh, we're using our made-up names? Oh, <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> Yeah, hilarious yeah. stuff. I'm very excited about that, and it's really awesome. Um, yeah, you know the the whole thing with um, they're they're really doing a lot with Doctor Strange. Uh, kind of That's a good point. in in this uh, in this new phase, and it it seems to be that they're 
really, really going to explore this idea of the multiverse uh, pretty heavily in this phase, which the more they tend to mess around with the idea of a multiverse tends to make me think that that is how they're going to introduce the X-Men. Yeah, so you think they're going to bring in the X-Men from the multiverse? Yeah. Do you think it's going to be the Fox X-Men? Like, are we going to see Sophie Turner? I don't think so. I think that I think that the the I don't think that the previous X Men universe, while I love some of those movies, I don't think is cohesive enough for uh, Kevin mm-hmm. Feige. And the, I'm not sure exactly sure. how they're going to go about it. I'm not going to rule out them bringing some of those characters over, uh, but. I really don't think so. And and this may not have anything to do with it, but this really makes me think that the multiverse is probably the least problematic way to bring the X-Men into the fold. Mm -hmm. That's true. Well, because then you don't have to explain where the X-Men have been during all of this. You're like, oh, different universe. Mm -hmm. There are X-Men here. And I mean, honestly, theoretically, you could do like we're getting ready to talk about in a little bit um, and and bring in a different version of the X-Men. And then at some point reference like, oh, and there are other versions of the X-Men in other universes. Hello, Hugh Jackman. And, you know, I have a cameo. Yeah. Um, Does, Does Deadpool mess that up at all with with the references in there? I mean, obviously, like, you can just explain away Deadpool anything most of the time, but it's just sort of like a, it creates that weird link um, mm-hmm. yeah. that wasn't created let otherwise. You, let me tell you how they should do Deadpool. He shows up in the MCU one day in his movies, and he's like, oh, I'm in the MCU now? <laughs> there you go. Just, uh, I don't keep representing like, nothing has changed. Right. When he actually shows up, like, in, like, the Avengers or whatever have everybody else because the idea is he breaks the fourth wall no one else hears him breaking the fourth wall right have like a scene because he had just a scene in like the avengers movie or whatever where he stops and is like they just think that i've been here the whole time like what's going on with that they're not even freaked out at all and then have the (laughs) avengers be like who are you and he's like i'm deadpool and you know have the interactions there uh-huh. That's the proper way to do it. It's the way they should do it. It's the way I hope that they do things. But you do bring up a good point. Like it is going to be a little bit problematic. There's no doubt in my mind though, that they're going to keep. That's the that's going to be the one thing they definitely keep is Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to do that yet, but yeah, they're gonna. I mean, they're they're clearly not going to throw Deadpool out here. I don't you know whether it's something that's. Like, yeah, it's Marvel, but it's not quite fully attached. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, yeah. whatever it is they decide to do with it, I don't know. I, but Deadpool does present some problems with how they bring the things over. Although there's not necessarily a lot of overlap or any real overlap between the Deadpool films and the X-Men films, is there? Just some references and a couple cameos. Right. Um, it's a completely different Colossus. When we saw the, um, we saw the age of the, we saw like the age of Apocalypse Dark Phoenix cast uh, in the background of Deadpool Two as okay. like a cameo. Okay. 
So yeah, and he was like, "Wait, which timeline are we in now?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't know exactly how they're going to go about doing that, but I do think that the more they, the more movies that we find out are going to play around with the multiverse and, and Doctor Strange being involved, the more likely I think that is to be to be how mutants are going to come about in our timeline. But <clears throat> uh, I'm really excited to see them including Doctor Strange in more of these stories because they've already got his movies already going to include Scarlet Witch. So mm-hmm. they're doing some interesting crossovers, which I am excited to see. Which is so great that the past, like, ever since, I guess Civil War was the first one where it's like, it's technically a Captain America movie, but everyone else is in it. Mm-hmm. Ever since then, most of the movies, like, yeah, Ragnarok also had Hulk in it. Um, and it also, in Ragnarok, Doctor Strange was in it. And then you had the Infinity War movies and things like that. Mm-hmm. Marvel is a connected universe. That's what makes it what it is, is... Mm-hmm. um is that they're all together. Um, right. Spider-Man is spider is, is only truly Spider-Man when he's set against the background of the universe. And, and I love that they are doing that where it's like, who, what characters can we put in this? And, and the second one, we had Nick Fury in there. Um, so when they say like, what characters can we put in this movie? I think that's great. Cause that's what they would do. They, they're both in New York. They would as superheroes, they would run into each other. That makes perfect sense. Right. It, it helps avoid that issue that we had back in like Iron Man three, which why did, why didn't Captain America come help save the president of America? Mm-hmm. Um, it helps avoid that issue when you can say, "Oh, look, another superhero showed up at this like world-ending threat that we have going on over here." Right. So it's really exciting. Yeah. Um, and after the Doctor Strange thing, which was confirmed uh, by Marvel. Um, some rumors that are going around. You mentioned that, you know, it's very likely that uh, Doctor Strange and the multiverse will be what brings in the X-Men. Um, well, there are some rumors going around, and uh, from multiple sources, as first reported by Fandom Wire, though, who have, in the past, not been the most reliable. Um, so when I first saw this, I, I didn't get my hopes up. But... As Andrew pointed out to me earlier, a lot of different sources are starting to report on this as being true. It's looking like, also in Spider-Man 3, that Doctor Strange is going to use the multiverse to bring in Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. as uh, uh, Reprising their roles as Spider-Man in Spider-Man 3, a live-action Spider-Verse. I mean, that makes me happier than just about anything else I've heard today. <laughs> Yeah, so when I first saw this, it was like, which, by the way, um, you know what? Uh, Screw what culture, because they reported this as absolute solid fact. And when I saw it, I was like, (gasps) like I had a freaking, dude, it was the greatest moment of my entire life. And then I actually read about it, and it was like, so it's being reported, but not officially confirmed. Okay, what the heck, man? (laughs) Right. Um, So, yeah, anyway, but like, makes me super happy like that would be the greatest thing that that would be that's what i want more than anything um i'm a huge spider-man fan and what i pray for at night um <laughs> is is live action spider-verse bringing back toby mcguire bringing back andrew garfield seeing them interact it would be the most amazing thing ever It'd be one of the biggest events in 
movie history. I'm not. Like, I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say that. Yeah. If no. you no, that, that would be absolutely huge. I mean, It'd be one of the biggest things ever. I mean, Spider Man was so. I mean, that that first Spider Man movie, back in what two thousand six, two thousand seven, somewhere in there, two thousand two. Yeah. Wow, yeah. it was a lot longer ago than I realized. <laughs> um, I mean, it was such a big deal. Like it was, and because it was Spider Man, a lot of people who kind of missed X Men went and saw it because it was Spider-Man and it was just, and, and he was so perfect, you know, and, and it was such, it was such a big deal that even people in my little bubble, you know, recognized mm -hmm. the movie. Everybody saw that movie, even, even super weird homeschoolers. Um, and, <laughs> and I mean, it was so great and it was so just, it was so perfect. So I, I would love, love to see, Tobey Maguire uh, in a Spider-Man movie again. That would be like my favorite Nothing thing. Nothing would make me happier. Mm -hmm. um, Tobey Maguire still, I, mean, I think Tom Holland's great. I think even Andrew Garfield was great. Tobey Maguire is still my favorite interpretation. Spider-Man, uh, the first Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2 are two of my favorite movies of all time. Mm -hmm. um, I even have an appreciation for Spider-Man 3. I love Spider-Man <laughs> so much that I have an appreciation for the amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. Um... And yeah, this would be a huge money-making thing, and and you know, especially after Spider Verse itself, mm -hmm. the, the animated movie was such a big success. Yeah, I mean, this is what people are clamoring for, and I I guarantee you this. I guarantee you that Disney has had a conversation with Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, Disney slash Sony. I would bet money that 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 conversation has happened. What does it mean? Who knows? What did they say? Who knows? But I have no doubt that it's been talked about. Yeah. Well, considered. <clears throat> executives at Sony have commented on this, but all they would say was that those rumor castings are not confirmed. Which is yeah, not in any way, shape, or form a denial. Yeah. No. <clears throat> that's, a, that's a we don't have ink on paper yet kind of answer. Or we're just yeah, not that, telling you. We're not legally allowed to say this yet. <laughs> right. Yeah. So um, here's what I think this means for the MCU. I think this is wonderful news for the MCU because if y'all remember when we talked about this a few weeks ago, or we at least talked about them bringing in, um, oh, what's his name? What's the villain from the, that they're bringing in? Uh, Jamie, Electro. They're bringing okay. So back when we talked about a couple Jamie weeks Fox. about them bringing Electro in, Jamie Foxx's Electro into this film. One of the things that I speculated on was that it was possible that that Sony had only agreed to give Marvel back Spider-Man for one final movie under the condition that they had to establish. The Spider Verse, Sony Spider Verse, as part of the multiverse for the MCU. But if they do it in this movie, if they make the crossover in this movie and establish what Sony's doing over there as part of the multiverse, then they can use Tom Holland in Sony movies. Right. Without having to take him away. 
from Marvel. And without it necessarily having to conflict, he could theoretically even be two different two versions diff- of Spider-Man. Exactly. And so I do think that this is a really good thing for Marvel in that I think this means that they will probably have a much more open way to keep Spider-Man in the MCU Without Spider-Man having 3. to tether themselves to whatever Sony <clears throat> decides to do with the Spider-Verse after this. Right. But I still hope at the same time that in every Spider-Man movie, they still like can include the Spider-Verse. You know, I've always been against the idea of like, oh, they're going to bring in um, Tom Hardy and do the Spider-Man movies. I'm like, that's dumb. But if they do it like this, mm-hmm. this sounds like the best of both worlds for everybody. This is the, um, yeah, this is best case for Marvel and best case for Sony. And yeah. I, I think that's, you know, I suspect Marvel will always have some concerns over Sony doing something stupid with the character because they've been prone to do that. Yeah. But if this is the condition under which they keep get to keep making mm-hmm. Spider-Man movies or at least keep including him in Marvel movies, whether he just shows up in Avengers film or whatever, then this is still good for Marvel. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure, I, I, I'm sure that... Um, also part of that deal would be that at least Kevin Feige gets to work on them, whatever they Sony would do with Spider-Man. Like they're going to like, I think Kevin Feige literally worked on Spider-Verse. Um, so like mm-hmm. I would imagine that even if, even if that's the case, Sony gets to do it. Disney would at least get to veto something insane. I don't know. Like uh, who knows, but um I think that I think it'd be okay. I really do. And yeah. you know what? Sony's made some good Spider-Man movies. They have. In my opinion, Sony's made the best Spider-Man movies. And you know what? Good for Sony because, like, a couple of years ago, they were like, they were they were very very close to just being sold to Disney and being done. Um, it was not looking good for Sony uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, but it looks like they've done turned it around and things are looking up for them, and, and that's good. The more the more companies that are there, the more competition, the more diversity um, in these big movie-making companies, the better. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's easy to give Sony a lot of crap. It really is. But you know what? They've given us, they've given me some good stuff. Um, uh, I don't necessarily trust them with my, uh, with my Tom Holland, beautiful Spider-Man fully just yet. But I'm willing to give them a chance because Spider Verse was really good. Yeah. And if they pulled this off, it would be the most incredible thing because I this is one of those things that I would never imagine happen. Toby Maguire, I would never imagine in a million years that he would come back to play Spider Man. I think that that dude does not give a crap about Spider Man or any of it. Um, he because Toby Maguire is the guy who's like I'm an actor. I'm not going to be in these silly superhero movies. I'm going to be in Seabiscuit, you know, like, so <laughs> I, I feel like he hated Spider-Man. I feel like he hated playing Spider-Man, at least by the end of it, he did, but maybe he misses it, you know, and I don't think he's doing much lately. Um, yeah. So it'd be good for him. Uh, Andrew Garfield's one of the um, most slept on actors uh, uh, of, of this modern generation. He is incredible. Um, 
I do like his Spider-Man. I'd love to see him back. I know he had a lot of issues with Sony. He had a very bad falling out with Sony um, after so whenever he left. But he loved playing Spider-Man. Right. He, and, and he genuinely loved it. And Marvel doing this movie rather than Sony, even though Sony, you know, it'll obviously be a Sony contract, but he'll be working mm-hmm. for Kevin Feige, not Sony directly. And, and that might be enough to entice him to come back. Uh, Robbie, I think I accidentally cut you off a minute ago. What were you? Did you have some thoughts on this? Um, nothing that hasn't been said. I, so, if this happens, do 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 we get Donald Glover as Spider Man? Does it happen? Ooh. Like, like do, do like a, they like throw that in there? Version? Has it I'm, become too much of a like a, too much of like a meme, or is it? Are, can they do it? Do they even try? Like. I mean, yeah, I if you're know. if you're doing if you're doing this, I don't know why not. Possibilities are endless. I, I have a, a universe where Donald Glover is Miles Morales. Right now, in MCU proper, he is Miles Morales' uncle. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, yeah. But that doesn't mean that you couldn't just have a universe where he is Miles. That's yeah. Fine. Who would who would care? That would be awesome. I would love that. You know what? Make even better. Have a universe where he's Peter Parker. I don't care. <laughs> I would love to see him in the suit. Right. At least, it, it, dear God, please, at least let backstage Donald Glover put on the suit. Give me, just, give like, me Donald Glover Spider-Man. All right. I'm so, just going to yell outside of um, Sony World and uh-huh. Disney World until they make Donald Glover <laughs> be in Spider-Man. Hashtag Donald Glover is Spider-Man. That's our new... Our new uh We're gonna make campaign. signs and we're gonna go march. We're gonna we're gonna you know, it's gonna look like a weird cult, but everybody with Miles Morales signs uh-huh. marching outside Sony headquarters. Um no, I mean that's a that's an amazing idea that that I had not even thought about the fact that I mean, because I was like, well, they I mean there's all these other versions of Spider-Man they could bring in. And I'd kind of thought about Japanese. even Miles Morales. But I didn't. It never crossed my mind. Oh my God, Donald Glover could play Miles Morales. In well, this. I mean, and and especially since, you know, famously Miles Mor- uh, Donald Glover in Spider Man pajamas was the inspiration for Miles Morales. I mean, that's that's just got to be. I, I mean, if we're talking about things that people want to see and people will pay to see, mm-hmm. people will pay to see that. Well, here's the thing, Donald Glover. I don't know if you know this donald glover did voice maz morales right and um the animated show right um people would pay to see it you're right that would be incredible that'd be such a that is one of those things that's like super happy to do like just make people super happy but that does remind me maz morales has got to show up very very soon like maz morales proper in, right and like main mcu earth that maz morales whoever he'll be Played by, he's got to show up real soon, right? Yeah, but like well, sooner I, or later. I, I do think. I do think doing all of this stuff. I mean, right now Sony is only giving Marvel the rights to Spider-Man and a few other characters, but this probably mm-hmm. opens that door a little bit. If this is really what they're doing, you know, mm-hmm. for not forgetting that this is all rumor at the moment. But if this is really what they're doing, this really opens the door to Sony being willing to give Marvel 
more characters to play with. I want to see a live action black cat, but not in a stupid, crappy silver and black movie over at Sony. I want to see like black cat in the MCU. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I want to see little boy Tom Holland. I want to remember. So in the Ultimate Universe, um, Black Cat's like an adult, right? And Spider-Man's like a child, right? But Black Cat doesn't know that Spider-Man's a child. Oh. So when they finally like go to like, you know, literally sleep together because Black Cat thinks that it's an adult and she takes off his mask, she throws up on him. It's a it's an incredible scene. And I don't necessarily need to see that on screen, but I want to see this dynamic of like, you know, adult, mature, black cat flirting with Peter Parker. Let's see how cute, adorable Tom Holland, who's like been dating MJ, just a girl his age, cute, shy girl his age, right? Not shy, but you know what I mean, like different, mm-hmm. quirky girl. How he handles getting hit on by like this, like, you know, dream guy. Like, I want to see that so badly. I want to see that, that dynamic so badly. There's so much I want to see. Um, for Spider Man, there's so much to do, and I, I couldn't, I couldn't be more excited. Actually, I could be more excited if Sony confirms it. Yeah, unfortunately, we're probably a little while from getting a real confirmation on that. Uh, unfortunately, probably, I think we're I'm probably. Gonna, I'm gonna keep my head held high. We we may be a little while from getting any confirmation on anything. <laughs> Like if if they the movie industry doesn't pick up just a little bit here sometime in the next year or so we're gonna run out of stuff to talk about we're well, gonna have to go where some of us haven't seen Superman or uh, Terminator or Jurassic we'll have Park to start my uh, my big brother my big brother That's true <laughs> um, no I mean Spider Man three is I'm not even sure when it's slated to release I think next year it was supposed to but I think. I'm not sure if that was part of... No, it still says it's set for release on December 17th, 2021. So we're probably, you know, in the next six months, we'll get uh, something official, maybe sooner. That'd be good. Um, One more thing. They obviously set up some kind of plot with Peter Parker's identity is out. And now they're bringing in an electro... Which, if this is the case, it's probably just the same Electro. Although they did confirm he's not going to be blue. Um, <laughs> they're bringing in Electro. You got Doctor Strange is going to be in there. You got this multiverse stuff. You got these other two Spider-Men. Where is this all going to fit? You know? Well, like, I don't know, but I think got, having... You MJ stuff. You got Aunt May. Right. Ned. Like, and obviously, they're lot. going to have to pick a story in there and... And work with it, and and some of the other stuff's gonna have to kind of take a back burner. Now, I do think that having suddenly having at least two more Spider Men running around New York uh, certainly would be an interesting um, addition to the whole. Well, his identity's out. Well, it's like, well, if he's Spider Man, then who's that? Right. Right. Maybe Doctor Strange. Like, I'll help you solve this problem. We'll go to a multiverse, and we'll get another Spider Man, and then while you're while you're, you know, doing whatever in court, there's this Spider-Man that's seen flying around, and so you can't be Spider-Man, you know. So I don't know something. But yeah, I mean the the stuff sure with movies, I, you know, everything is just so up in the air right now with movies. I mean, uh, Regal and all the affiliated, uh, all of their affiliated theaters 
are indefinitely closed. Including Natchez. So there is no longer a Natchez Cinema 4. So, I mean, yeah, there's a, there's a good chance that our theater doesn't reopen when this is over with. Hey, y'all want to go in and uh, Jackson every time? invest well, I mean, in a theater in Natchez? <laughs> that's the thing. That literally puts us roughly 90 to 100, you know, about 100, almost 100 miles from the closest theater. No, y'all are a lot closer than Jackson for us. I mean, not a lot, but y'all are closer. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, we usually do Baton Rouge or Monroe. Oh, okay. And making some Baton Rouge trips then. Yeah. I mean, especially since you and Robbie are both in Baton Rouge again. I think that makes it more likely that Baton Rouge will be our direction. But um yeah, I mean I, I'm I'm excited about this. I really hope the rumors are true. I this would um Man, this just kind of blows the the possibilities wide open for what they could do with Spider-Man mm-hmm. in the future. Sometimes I think that I'm actually insane and I'm living in a world created by my own thoughts because things like cool things like this just keep happening after I think about them <laughs> for long enough. Um, yeah. I remember I, like right before Tom Holland was announced to be in the MCU like as Spider-Man, uh, I had a dream about it. And I wanted it so badly. And I was like, please put Spider-Man in the MCU. And then, boom, they did it. So, like, uh-huh. I don't know. You know what? You know what? If this happens, you're welcome. Yeah. You keep... I manifest it. So, I have to ask, Robbie, if uh, y'all saw... I- I'm assuming that Andrew was the responsible party for taking you to see X-Men four times in theaters. I can't think of anybody else who would have been Oh, yeah. That, party that would be that. Uh, correct. I think I saw... <laughs> I think he saw it more than I saw. I think I think four may be wrong. I think it was three times, but I think Andrew saw it more than three times. Probably. Um, so how many times did y'all see Spider Man? Um, you know, I don't remember, but I remember when that came out, it just being like the coolest movie, especially since I was like young and like mm-hmm. you know you think like high school is just the coolest time ever. So I was like. I was right at that perfect age to like kind of know what was going on, but not have experienced high school yet. So mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, this movie's amazing. Um, <laughs> not just because it's Spider-Man, but you know, you're like, oh man, look how cool life is going to be. Um, <laughs> how disappointing. <laughs> no, it really is. Uh, I don't remember how many times we saw it, but I do remember it being one of those movies that like we saw in theaters and it was just like, that was an awesome movie. And I, I would imagine we probably saw it at least twice. I mean, there wasn't yeah. much else to do. It matches other than go to the theater. It's true. Well, and that's an advantage of having a a sibling that much older is all of a sudden you have a built-in movie buddy. (laughs) Yeah, true. Yeah, and chauffeur. Yeah, and see, now you you get to be the older sibling, David. David's got two sisters that are uh, significantly younger. (laughs) So when they get a little bigger... You, you can be the, uh, the the taker to the movies. I think Andrew also um, bought me the, um, like, I when I got my DVD that. player, I think Andrew was the one that uh, sometimes would buy me my uh, R-rated movies at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet Mimo had a fit. Yeah, she, she, she never found them. <laughs> the, uh, hopefully she's not listening to the podcast. I mean, I wasn't buying him, like, you know. It wasn't anything crazy. It was just, like, like action movies uh-huh. like things i had seen already probably at my dad's house but mm-hmm. just like you know couldn't buy myself like you know stuff uh, that i, I definitely not stuff it's like oh i'm being exposed to something i shouldn't be yeah. but more like i'm 15 and walmart won't let me buy this even though i've seen it 
Yeah. Right. I'm really glad that's where the conversation went because I got a little worried when you said Andrew's the one who bought me. Uh, when I first got my DVD player, he's the one that would uh, buy me. Um, and I was like, oh, what's he buying? <laughs> yeah, no, let's clarify. Like, Scarface was probably the worst thing. Um, <laughs> Andrew's not a corrupter of the youth. <laughs> a lot of Spider Man stuff. Can't wait for it to be confirmed. But um, other than that, there wasn't anything big but andrew you mentioned before the show that there might have been some smaller news pieces that yeah we, talk about. we got a little bit of news on um the furiosa sequel mm-hmm. prequel i'm sorry yeah prequel. The, the furiosa prequel for mad max fury road the younger furiosa will be played by anya taylor joy it's a fantastic actress most recently in New Mutants, she played Magic. Um, she was she was the best part of that movie, to be honest. She was also in, uh, you might know her from uh, Split, I believe was the name of the movie, that M. Night Shyamalan movie. Right. Um, she was like the main actress in that. I think she also showed up in Glass. I never saw Glass. Um because I really wanted to see Glass, but then I was told that it was like a major letdown that I didn't go see Glass, so that way my heart wasn't broken again. Um, I've been through enough breakups. Um, but anyway, I heard she's amazing in that as well. Um, so no, she's appear- a great actor. Yeah, it's a great choice. Uh, appears to be a, a good choice for the role. I think the thing that caught people most off guard was the fact that Chris Hemsworth has also been named for some unidentified role in this movie. Hmm. Oh, she was Emma. Okay, that's where I've seen her before. In the most recent version of Emma, which I'm confident I'm the only person in this conversation who saw the most recent version of Emma. But if that's your jam, that's where you'll recognize her from. I have no idea what that is. What's Emma? It, it's one of those things your dad harasses me that I should just have my own podcast to talk about Jane Austen additions, oh. <laughs> adaptions. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Even, even uh, Dahlia can do that podcast. She loves period pieces. Does she? Does she indeed? Yeah. We should have a special episode where we ditch you guys and me and Dahlia talk about period dramas. Yep, that's that's one of her favorites, and I just I never am a I just I just can't get into it. I don't I don't think it was made for me, and that's okay. <laughs> yeah, see, Andrew will never get into a. I'm like, oh look, there's a new edition of Sense and Sensibility, and he's like, uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's great, honey. Uh huh. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that was pretty much the the news. There was um, that they've cast. Furiosa, and uh, I'd be curious to see who Chris Hemsworth will play. Yeah, maybe he'll play like a younger version of uh, uh, the main villain from Fury Road. That's actually uh, a lot of people think that could be the case. Um, I think that'd be pretty cool. I'd like that. Um, I just I hope the Mad Max, Chris Hemsworth, Mad Max, but um. I don't think that's what this he's going to be, but that, that that just got me thinking about that. No, but if you wanted to recast and do a straight-up Mad Max film, like, he's the guy. Mm-hmm. I agree. 
Or, no, let's just get Mel Gibson again, but not acknowledge that he's old. <laughs> but I mean, you I would not. actually like to see like an old grizzled Max return to the mm-hmm. wasteland. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. I, you know what? That's the right answer. My mind just like went to like, let's enti- let's remake the entire film, like the entire first was it three movies, but just with him, like literally shot for shot. But instead, it's Mel Gibson now. So it's just a you know crazy, yeah, no, like literally insane. I, I just hope that it's as that it's good. Fury Road was absolutely incredible. It was. It was one of the best movies uh, that year. Um, one of the best action movies in a long time. Um, I'm surprised they haven't made a sequel to it yet uh, or announced it. Like, there's, they're now just that I think about it. Like, yeah. why haven't they? They're, I mean, they talk, started talking this movie like really soon after. They're just, it's not a group that gets around to making a movie very quickly. Um, I guess not. Took them like decades to make a, another Mad Max movie. So, um, so I guess in like, I don't know, 20 years we'll get the sequel. If this one does well, I suspect they may pick up the pace and, and you might see some more stuff. But George Miller just, he he's not a guy that makes a movie in a hurry. No, but they, they tend to turn out pretty good. No. And if you haven't seen the, I forget what they call it. It may be the Chrome version, but it's the, their black and white version of Fury road. It Mm. is a beautiful movie. Oh, and I haven't seen that. I forgot that existed, but I really wanted to. That's such an awesome idea that they did. Like, that's so cool. I love when filmmakers just do things like that, you know? Yeah. Um, That's art. Mm-hmm. I did have at least one more little piece of little tidbit of news here. Um, I was actually talking to Robbie about this earlier, and this will give us a chance. We, we don't talk a whole lot of gaming here. We really should do more than that, more of that. But Civilization VI announced a new, um, some new DLC coming up. Anybody that was into gaming back in the 80s and early 90s probably remembers Sid Meier's Pirates, which I kind of like had seen once in passing, never played it. And me and Robbie, I don't even remember what year that was, probably like, what, 2002, 2003, somewhere in there. Um, when I they think re- it was like 2007, maybe? Or was it that late? Okay. Yeah, I mean, the game had been back out, but they they had re-released it for uh, the original Xbox. Okay. Um, but they, yeah, they, they remastered Pirates for the Xbox. And it's one that, despite that movie being originally written for the Commodore 64. That game. Ha- that game. And, and having, but it's been updated several times since. But they never made a sequel. Uh, despite the fact that that game's been popular for like what, Robbie? Roughly thirty years. Oh yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's a huge one. Um, it was probably like one of the first like pirate uh, genre games, but it's it's uh, a lot of people know about this game, and whether they played the uh, remake or the original, like people definitely are well aware of this. Well, they added. There's a new add-on, new DLC coming for Civilization VI, which if you didn't know, because apparently it hasn't been something that really got passed around very much. Uh, you can play Civ 6 on your Xbox and I believe on PlayStation. 
but they are adding a Pirates DLC, a one to four player game where you play as a faction of pirates searching for riches on the high seas. Um, Four different factions with different abilities you can play as. You can play as dread pirates, privateers, uh, swashbucklers, or hoarders. And you can play as the British, Spanish, French, or Dutch, just like in the, or those are the the AIs, just like in the original Pirates. So even though we didn't get, I mean, in a, in a way here, we're finally getting a sequel to Pirates. Which is freaking awesome. Uh, I love Civ Six. Uh, it's a great game. Uh, I, during my college days, I spent a whole lot of time sitting in the library when I should have been uh, studying or whatever it is those losers do. I was just on my laptop playing Civilization. Um, Taking over the world. For hours and hours and hours. And t- literally, I would get so distracted that like, a librarian would have to come up to me and be like, hey, it's 1130. We- we're closed in 30 minutes. You should leave. And I was like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I thought it was still six o'clock. I was yeah, so busy I, I studying, loved, um, I didn't things. notice. Right, right. I was just so was so busy studying, but yeah, like I, I love Civilization. That's really awesome. Uh, I haven't played it in a while though, and I didn't hear about this news. But this will honestly get me to uh, boot it up on my computer again and check it out. That's awesome. Yeah, I have a feeling that whenever this finally hits, Andrew and Robbie will both disappear for a while. Yeah, I've got to um, I've got to get into Civ. I've never played Civ really. Um, so I mean, I've played uh, the the other games, um, Civ Revolution, and like obviously some other Sid Meier stuff. But uh, I've never played just straight up Civ. So now I'm going to have to figure out Civ strictly so that I can play the <laughs> Pirates expansion. Um, so that'll be an interesting journey. The good the, news it, is, it seems like the Pirates thing is going to play completely as its own game type. So you won't really have to know like how to play Civ necessarily to okay, get into nice. Pirates. Yeah, video games are already consuming too much of my time because I beat Outer Worlds and it was amazing and the expansion was amazing. If you've played Outer Worlds and you haven't played the expansion, definitely get it because it's awesome. It's probably better than the main game. Um, but then, you know, you've got Cyberpunk coming Ooh. out, eventually Halo, now this. Like, I just can't keep up. And then, like, you Squadrons. know, basically... Yeah, squadrons, which I've been playing nonstop. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm. Let's say, uh, for lack of a better word, overwhelmed with video games. <laughs> I'm not. It's not a complaint. It's a good problem. Yeah, it's a good problem to have. Lots of lots of media for me. Cyberpunk. Now you did give up. Uh, the kids were very disappointed whenever your um, random old video game Twitch stream sort of dried up because their favorite thing to do was to sit and watch Uncle Robbie play <laughs> things. I don't know if anyone else was watching Uncle Robbie play things, but they were keen. <laughs> well, you know, Microsoft killed their streaming service, and then I think Twitch, it's like, I can't get it to work on my Xbox. Apparently that's uh, a non-issue sometimes. So I'm like, well, may- maybe one of these days I will stream again, but I'm going to have to get a capture card. Yeah. Well, if you do, you'll have to let us know so the kids can watch you. (laughs) But my poor children, they think that that's what you do with video games is you watch people play them because Andrew mostly hogs the Xbox around here. (laughs) 
But yeah, uh, we'll have to, I'm getting us, I'm hoping to have a streaming set up to start doing some Twitch streaming by the end of the year, but trying to, trying to get better at squadrons. See, if we could make, ever make any money with this podcast, we could fund everyone, we could buy everyone a game card and y'all could have your own Twitch channel. (laughs) See, I want to, me and David have been talking about getting into streaming because just because we want to make our weird call outs catch on. Mm, Yeah. Because as, uh, as, as Robbie's been part of this, but Robbie also jumps in a game with us by random, you know, occasionally after not having played. And I think the last time he did, he just sat and laughed at us at our call outs. Yeah, actually, I, I was laughing so hard um, because there's a, in one of the, the previous Call of Duties, there is a sandwich in the, in the kitchen in one of the buildings. <laughs> and uh, they call it they, they call that specific area a sandwich. And it just caught me <laughs> off guard. I couldn't I couldn't stop laughing. So it was a pretty useless match for me. But that's very, very good call outs. I agree that they're uh, worth sharing. Um, but yeah, it's just uh, streaming something that, you know, I've actually consider doing like obviously like weird time constraints but uh one thing and this gets outside of science fiction but one of my friends and i want to start streaming um we do a lot of computer projects and things and Mm -hmm. i think so often you see people's tutorials where they've just like nicely done a big project and Mm -hmm. we just kind of want to show off ourselves struggling very hard through a project (laughs) um, so that people can see like you get the end product but there is a lot of um maybe cursing and um, redos and things like that that happen along the way. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, when people make you like, oh, this is me, you know, playing this song on the piano. It's like, yeah. In fact, the other day I caught myself saying somebody had posted a video of themselves. And I was like, man, it's not fair for somebody to be that talented. And then I was like, I'd stop myself. I was like, you know, I actually know for a fact that the man has a piano performance degree, so <laughs> right. <laughs> he didn't it didn't just appear there suddenly like it's legitimate. All right. So I I have one other little odd thing that really I, I'll have to talk about a little bit on my uh, Star Wars podcast, but um sometime at some point today they dropped a trailer or, or a, not a trailer, a poster. Uh, a poster. For the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. Oh, nice. And it literally, at the top of the poster, says, To Luke, from your father. And and then it's a, hand, a Lego hand with a bow wrapped around it. <laughs> I mean, what could be better than Lego Star Wars uh, Holiday Special, right? Oh, that's going to be uh, that's going to be an interesting. I'm sure they'll nail it as they always do. Oh yeah, the Lego stuff's always great. Like, who would have thought? In fact, I'm pretty sure that Lego was on our pillars of a uh, sci-fi, sci-fi list, right? Because it was like, how, how did all of a sudden interconnecting blocks become like a movie and video game behemoth? Yeah, well, it's, it's huge. Lego is massive. Yep, and only getting bigger all the time. Yep. So but, yeah, that that's pretty. But great. I think that does it for. Uh, I, I didn't mean to uh, take over here, David, but I think that does it for the little bits of news I had to mention. Yeah, that's that, no, that's totally totally fine. You took over. I, I wanted you to talk about your little bits of news. There's nothing really else that stood out this week. And that's okay though. Sometimes I kind of like those weeks where there's nothing big, so that way we have the time to talk about small things like Dexter getting renewed and, and yeah, and Sid Meier games. Um, it's good for that kind of stuff and, uh, makes a, makes a fun little show. Um, 
I'm sure we're going to have the same conversation over again, though, once Spider-Man does get confirmed. <laughs> to have the, <laughs> right. Once it's officially, like Sony says it is, if uh-huh. that is the case. Um, but I'm manifesting and saying it is. Yes. Um, I, I heard that you have to say when it gets confirmed, not if it gets confirmed, but when it gets when confirmed. When it gets confirmed, right. That's how it works. Um, so... Yeah, I think that's everything uh, for the show. Did any of you guys have any final thoughts on anything we talked about today? Um, I don't think so. I, we talked about some of that a little longer than I had thought. Uh, at some point, I'm going to want to get back into, t- I want to talk a little bit about uh, Lost in Space, the the reboot series. Uh, yeah. We've really been enjoying that. And uh, a couple other little things. we got some stuff coming up at the, uh, the end of the month, uh, October 30th. We've got The Mandalorian. Drops its first episode and uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost's new series, Truth Seekers, oh, yeah. drops on Amazon the same day. That's going to be fun. That's awesome. And then Robbie's actually got a series that we're going to work on here of, you know, sometime real soon. Uh, Robbie, did you want to mention anything about that tonight? or? Um, yeah, we can, we can talk about that. Um, yeah, I just figured this would be something just to wrap up with. We don't have to go yeah, deep uh, into it. So, and I, you know, it's sorry. It's I know it was my idea originally. Correct me if I mess up anything about this uh, concept <laughs> that we talked about because it was like probably a couple months ago. Um, There's a couple other things going on at the time, um, but effectively, um, in regard to the first arc of the Avengers uh, franchise, like first, like Iron Man through. Um, was Infinity War the last one? Sorry, I mess up my titles often. Um, in, so the end of end that. Game. Yeah. Oh, Endgame, right? So it, through Endgame, through that arc, who was the main character? Like, so so that's really the concept. And obviously, you 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 can make an argument for there's no main character, but you can also make an argument for you know any one of you know five or ten mm-hmm. people. And so I think it would just be fun to for everybody to pick one person and then they like make their argument for why that person's the main character. Now, obviously we know like there's no one main character, but there's some people who stick out and I I would love to dig into those points of why you could make an argument for them being the main character of the first arc. The the rat that let Ant-Man out of the quantum realm. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. He's certainly, certainly a hero. That's it. That's it. That's it. We can't go any further with it. That's great. I would love to do that. That could be a whole show. That's gonna get. That's gonna cause some heated debates. Yeah, it will. So that <laughs> that should be really fun. You know, we'll, uh, hopefully get some good Twitter input as well, and uh, yeah. so hopefully we can do that soon. And should be I'm should be a lot of fun. Who, you, who, who you'll pick? Because I, I feel like you'll like I don't know, like say like Pepper Potts or something. And then... no, you know, I actually, and I, I mean, I'll I'll we can get into it later. <laughs> but I originally was watching one of the movies, and I was like, this person's obviously the main character here. Uh-huh. Um, in my head and i was like oh well obviously they're not but kind of feels that way right now um so we can definitely we can definitely dig into that awesome that's gonna be awesome i actually excited to see what because like the there are some obvious things you can pick but i feel like knowing us we're gonna all of us are gonna want to not pick the obvious thing Mm -hmm. and i think that's what's gonna be really fun about it yeah right 
Yeah, we definitely. Uh, I'm, I've been. Robbie mentioned that one one day to me. Just sent me a message. I was like, oh, I want to do that. So <clears throat> we definitely got to get Robbie back on here right away so we can we can follow awesome. up on that. We'll definitely we'll definitely make that one happen. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to our show. I really really hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to like us on whatever uh, platform you're listening to us on. Subscribe, follow, whatever it is you got to do. One of the best things you can do for any podcast that you're a fan of is go over to iTunes and leave us a review there. Uh, both shows, we would really love it if you gave us a follow. Check out our other one, Coruscant Radio Underground. That is our Star Wars-centric show. And then, of course, this one, um, the Science Fictionary Podcast. We have new episodes every week, and we just have, obviously, as you can tell from our MCU conversation just now, we have a lot of really fun stuff coming up. Um, it's going to be really really great uh so andrew why don't you tell us where people can find the science fictionary online okay you can find our twitter account at sci underscore fictionary you can drop us a line at the science fictionary gmail.com and you can check out our website at the science fictionary.com you can also find us as well as the rest of our red five podcast family at red five network.com or at red five network on twitter you can find me at princessesandpadawans.com. I am princesses underscore and underscore padawans on Instagram. Um, not anything very recent on Instagram, but you know, you can go see old stuff. And I am P Padawans on Twitter. All right. And Robbie, is there anything that you want to plug or talk about? I know that you, uh, you know, don't really have these like public social media accounts, uh, friends and, and family only. But I think you said before, uh, yeah, yeah. hopefully uh, we can all just be friends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nothing really going on with me online as of right now, maybe some stuff to come in the future. But if you guys like our podcast here and if you could, if you want to share it out with some people that you think might like it, that would be awesome. Sweet. All right. And I am, David, you guys can find me on Twitter at David underscore JG Peoples and on Instagram at stay underscore creative DD. And also, please check out my YouTube channel. I haven't posted anything in a couple of months. I've been real busy. Um, I've been liking to to do some stuff more for the science fiction area. Um, But you guys can find my YouTube channel, uh, which is stay create. What is it? Oh, it's creative D&D. Um, there were two names. I forgot. I changed it. It's great of <laughs> D and D and thank you guys so much for listening again. Please don't forget to check out our other shows. I uh, really hope you enjoyed it. And this has been David and the science fictionary podcast. And remember with great power comes great responsibility.